welcome to this edition of Engage Podcast. I'm Simon. And I'm Jamie. And this week it's our eighth anniversary of podcast, um, as we've done in previous years. Uh, we are revisiting our teaser episodes, and this obviously is episode two. But it isn't. Because... Oh, did I have written down? In a change to the build episode, that might have been the title, but we haven't decided yet, so it may or may not be. We aren't doing the bloody memory for random page name because... I'm fed up with it. <laughs> there is no idea of it, and I'm not getting rules of engagement again. <laughs> I looked that up last night to our own work out what a bloody episode that was. Oh dear. We are not doing that. I, I tell you, we're not doing that. So we're doing something that we've recorded, <laughs> we know about, that you have no idea about, and revisiting a topic that revisiting you don't know top- about. We revisit in the topic that we recorded but never released, and you yes. guys haven't heard. Yes. There you go. And Dan has. Speaking of, yes, we have a guest. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm Frank. The guest that nobody asked to return has returned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Daniel Houston, friend and friend to the podcast, who well, made, well, his, well. made his last appearance on uh, Federation Headlines uh, that were released. Four years ago, that actually recorded with him five years ago. Yeah, oh around yours, wasn't it, Sai? Yeah, with Dan's that's a amazement because he yeah. had no idea about it, and I just pushed it on him. This time around, do... I didn't. <laughs> you do this, you do this time, don't you, Dan? You do in advance this time. Yes, I've done my homework. I'm good. <laughs> I know it's here, rustling the paperwork. It's here. I got so, my. This time around, we're doing the thing that you no one asked for, no one knew even existed. We're doing Star Trek Rites of Passage because, my God, the last one was interesting. Um, it quite because I think I didn't I work out it was I think our sixteenth ever episode from our yeah, last tiles, we, I think. Yeah. Um, and I had a journal entry date. That is from 16th of August 2012. So that's how old it is. And as Dan rightly pointed out to to me in a previous session, uh, we were talking about the release of uh, Star Trek Into Darkness, just to show you how old we we recorded that original episode that you haven't heard. Yeah, ten years ten years ago, bloody hell. So for us, it's a redux, but for you guys, it's something entirely new. So it's, it is, but it isn't. So, yeah, another wonderful bit of thinking by the Engaged Podcast Boys as ever. Just kind of. Yeah. Because uh, we had a choice of two and we went for the wrong one. We went for the one you haven't heard when we could have went for the one that you had heard and you would have a clue about. But we'll do that when we we fill up to it. I know that yeah that one was how to get someone into Star Trek. Yeah. Are we are we done with this introduction? Because that's a lot to unpack, as I yes. thought it would be. Yeah. C- can one of you say something and start this thing off? <laughs> <laughs> now I want to hear someone else just to make sure I'm on the same page. I want to hear someone else go first. Um, okay. Well, I don't think this is personally one of mine. I think we probably have. I think. We've all kind of thought this and said this, but one of the first ones is go to a general sci-fi convention. Mm -hmm. That's 
yeah so you're onto a safe bet there jamie yeah <laughs> So, I'm quite ashamed to say I was quite late to that convention. Bearing in mind I've been a Star Trek fan since 1991. The first time I actually went to a convention was 2019 or 18, possibly. So it took me a while to tick that one off. Was that a general sci-fi one or? No, that was. Um, oh dear. <clears throat> yeah. Um, less mentioned the better. <laughs> yeah, it was Destination Star Trek. I had a good time though. It was good. It was good. So, yeah, so like something like uh, London Film and Comic Con, which 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 me and me and Simon have done, we've done that a couple of times at Messiah. Like, no, we did it with your dad first time round, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Twenty thirteen. Yeah. Uh, I think. Twenty thirteen. Yeah, so. I think I yeah. read that up recently, and does that stuck in my brain? I think so. I think it's around about there. But I've done lots of minor ones and. Destination Star Trek's we've done, um, and they've been always been. Uh, that's the odd thing with Destination Star Trek's, the quality's kind of gone down. But I'm really glad that we've done the early ones because they were bloody amazing. Yeah. So you said that, that some of the smaller ones are actually really, really good. As if, you know, you get more with the smaller conventions. I will still maintain one of the best small ones out there are Wayne and Jews ones. Yeah. Are still one of the better ones to go to. For the amount of money you pay to get into it, it's very small scale, but it's lovely and it feels like a family and you feel like... It's just... It's got a nice, warm, fuzzy feeling. That's why I love going to it, because it does remind me of going to those school halls and it's just all these random schools shoved together and a random one or two guests that you get to have a good chat to and it's just all, all nice yeah, and, and for a day for a day there, there is actually there is enough to do as well you know you don't get bored um there's a great variety of stores that they've had at, at their ones as well and it's just it's just a really nice day out so and yeah, you I, might watch jamie do half of his um uh act fight acting fight whatever it is yeah I, I couldn't get on with that <laughs> no. I, just, I just I couldn't grasp it that's just me though but thank you for bringing that up so I much appreciate it <laughs> or um, lightsaber training which is always fun that was great Jedi Fight Academy that was amazing that was, yeah, is that, was that really better cool. that makes up for you doesn't it huh? one bad experience one good experience yes. thank you thank you so much thank you <laughs> <laughs> Can, should we just carry on um gone to convention talk Ooh. yeah well we've definitely done that because we've held one yeah and also i'd say obviously getting autographs or or photo shoots with some of your favorite actors or actresses or people in production that you really admire yeah that was my next on my list oh, um, I've, not done that. I'm, I've failed on that one <laughs> this one I enjoy eat or drunk a Star Trek themed food or drink so like Ooh. Romulan Ale yeah I like them yeah I like a Blue Lagoon cocktail it seems yeah well, that's that we haven't done up we saw huh did we do that yeah Blue Romulan Ale that's Blue Lagoon cocktails but it, yeah that's why right. that fits didn't we do that in 2012 no, 
14 foxes. Oh, yes, yes, it was, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think after we did our... But wasn't that night before we did our panel? I always get confused. Uh, the fan panel was... Friday. Yeah, Friday, I think. I just remember we went to Fox's and we drank an awful lot of... I think, actually, I think that was that night, I think. Yeah, I think. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Enterprise Um, Blues Band, and then we had Blue Lagoon cocktails, which were great. Yeah. So... Huh? Did you see Larry there? I remember a picture of you with... Was it it Larry? Yeah. 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 With the Hawaiian um, things around your neck and that. Yeah, yeah, I, said, yes. oh, God, yeah, I remember that pit. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> flashback. Yeah, blow me. Enterprise Blues Band. And my oh, last for conventions was had Jonathan Freight's cancel on them at a convention. <laughs> <laughs> was, he, was it they call him? Or they used to? That flaky Freight or whatever it was. Yeah, Freaky Freaky Flaky Freaks. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a nice addition because it, it's kind of a well-known thing these days. I way back when that wouldn't be a thing, but everyone's like, "Yeah, I know that. That's happened to me." Yeah, because I I actually was going to get an I think it was a I think it was an autograph of him or a photo shoot, and then I replaced him with Carl Meaney, someone I liked even more. So for me, I was like, "Oh, right, that's fine." <laughs> so I ticked him off my list. So because Carl Meaney he doesn't come to many Star Trek conventions, very busy. Well, like, like Frank's a very busy man. So, mm. yeah. So what about what you, Dan? What's what, what, what's one of yours? So I've got one here. Um, I'm going to have named a pet after a character, or I can one up myself, name their child after a character from Star Trek. Oh, that's a good one. That's, that's not one I've actually got down myself. That's a very good one. I'm sure there's many um, people out there that have got spot cats and oh, dated. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's one I thought that a lot yeah. of people need to do. Oh, god, oh, god, what if someone's named like their cat Grudge or something from Discovery? Oh, it's got to have happened, definitely. <laughs> I've actually loved that cat, don't you say? Silence on Simon's end, says everything. I'm saying nothing. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the subject to move on so we get off. off oh, <laughs> the thing is, I can't get off this because I know you want to do that um, well, Path for Saving a Day thing, don't you? You want to do that next yeah. year? Yeah. So I can't escape animals saving days and people escaping from force fields from cat hatches. Because, yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> Oh dear. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. So well, that's a good one, Dan. I think that's a really good one. Yeah, cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so have you got a, have you got a pet or one of your children named after a Star Trek character? Me? Yeah, yeah. Um, my daughter's called Esri. Oh, nice. Yeah, and she turned five this week. So I look forward to the day when she's actually old enough to really get into Star Trek and actually explain who she's named after. <laughs> And, and tell her that DS9 is the best Trek series. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We'll understand. <laughs> sorry. 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 I bought him in like. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what's one of your so? What's one of the 
Um, I still have some old ones on there from... As I've said to both of them, I think my list is about 80% what it was with about 20% new stuff because some of it really out of date and really just me. So some of it I have kept. Um, this will sound familiar, Jamie. Basic knowledge of the lineage of the enterprise. Yeah, yeah, I did that that down as well. Yeah, yeah. Although I will admit that has got a little bit harder since I think we last did it, but you know. Oh God, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I I always used to struggle with that down, like the basic lineage of the enterprise, like the order of it. I was just, I, I if you try the test me now, I probably wouldn't remember, but. I think I did get it a couple of times, didn't I? I think the first time it happened, you're like, "Oh my god, yes, so with a bit of help from you." But uh, no, yeah. but you have you now have basic knowledge. You at least have an idea of roughly what the order is. I think if you have a picture put to you, you could probably put them in a good enough order. I go, yeah, you understand it. Yeah, so. I reckon. Jamie, what's your next one? Um. What have I got? Uh, so, um, let's see. Oh, well, old enough, this is still kind of conventional. I should probably mention it a bit earlier, but just uh, up in Star Trek cosplay, which I've never done, but either Star Trek uniforms. So for me, I'd love to dress up in the uh, Discovery blue uniforms or the Enterprise blue jumpsuits or dress up as like another species like a Klingon or Jump something like that. Or if you want to keep it simple, I know. You... <laughs> huh? <laughs> or keep Jane it simple, wear a Star Trek t shirt. Is... <laughs> huh? <laughs> so I didn't hear that. <laughs> didn't hear it twice. Oh dear. Uh, then buy one, no, Jamie. Then buy one. Pros. I'll buy one. Yes. Buy yes, one. Oh, yes, buy one. Buy one. <laughs> or you could get me one for a Christmas present. Worth They're not present. cheap. I oh, know. I'll pay for like half of it or all of it. You really want a Moss Maroon one from the movies. They're the best uniforms. Buy one of those. <laughs> 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 so yeah that's 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 one another one so but you Dan what's, what's one of your other ones uh, so we have now this is probably for someone who has watched Star Trek for or been into Star Trek for a little while change their mind on an episode or character so we've got oh, yeah where you've gone into one thing and gone, I absolutely hate that episode, and then you've rewatched it a few years later and gone, actually, no, I quite like it. So for me, my big change around was Star Trek Insurrection. First saw it, couldn't stand it, watched it years later, and now it's one of my favourite next-gen films. It's great with the commentary on. Yeah, I haven't heard the commentary. Is it um, it's Jonathan Frakes and Marina Sirtis? Marina Sirtis, Cert- yeah, it's a really good laugh. You want to have watch it and kind of get a really fun view and opinion on it they have such a good uh, chemistry and commentary mm. of it where they spend the whole time talking about spoons in their back of their backpacks and it, it's just funny you have to watch it it really does change your opinion on the film i've yeah, always yeah, left it because you, of I the think, commentary have yeah, you got any you showed me a bit of that didn't you si? and it was pretty funny maybe have you got any episodes yeah. or stuff that changed your mind on that you couldn't stand and now that you like or Oh, Jamie's, oh, okay. Jamie's the converted, aren't you? I think one is um, 
Uh, one, oh, Cisco one. Bobby on the uh, stars. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I first yeah, watched yeah. that. Couldn't stand it. Didn't get it. I thought, so what's this got to do with him wanting to retire from Starfleet? What's that got to do with the death of his friend at all? Right. But it's really, it's, it's, it, it, you, it, there are parallels there, and it's just, ah, oh, it's brilliant. That's one I couldn't stand when I first watched it. Mm. So, yeah, but there's a few, there's a few, there's a fair few. You've been on quite a journey. Point. You really have been quite a journey since you started, Jamie. Oh, yeah. Where you kind of change your opinion, you change what's your favourite series and what, what episodes you love, which ones you don't like. And there are some that will never, ever change. And we don't need to retread that ground because I've heard it enough oh, no, times no, 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 as it no, is. No, no. A certain uh, finale, a certain series finale called Enterprise. So, yeah, I think, yeah, you're talking to the converted there, I think, where it's just like, sorry, actually, I've changed my mind on that one there. It's like, yep, well done, Jamie, well done, Jamie. Like, that's what I like to hear. Yeah. Um, I've got down, uh, which, again, from my old list, got a crush on a character or characters. Yeah. Yeah, I can say that's on the list. <laughs> yeah. 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 So mine, mine obviously would be Jerry Ryan, Seven of Nine. Mine always was when I was growing up was um, Marine Sirtis. Trying to think. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, what was the name? Oh, jeez. I always found um, Ensign Gomez was always quite nice. I always quite liked her. She seemed to be quite fun to have around, except she's spilling chocolate all over you and stuff like that. But yeah, I quite liked her. Oh, she's... yeah. One of the best moments in TNG days was she spills that, that chocolate on the car. Was it? Was it? Yes. Something Naff, her name. I'm trying to find it, I'm trying to remember what her name is. Yeah, and she only appeared in a couple of episodes, didn't she? Two. Yeah, it was, wasn't well, it? It's yeah. meant to be like a recurring character, yeah. wasn't it? Or was planned to. Oh, it's oh, strictly. Right. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think she. Hmm? It's strictly three because we've now got her in um, Lower Decks. Lower Decks, yeah. Yes. And I believe she's actually in. I know, canon wise, yes, a bit of a thing, but I think she's also in um, Star Trek books as well. Fan fiction. I've uh, got fan uh, fictional books is it the starfleet corps of engineering books i think it's like yeah, a series yeah. of books about like just like you know uh starfleet engineers and i think i think she's in at least one or a few of them that i've heard apparently uh, so. cecilia naff is that her name yeah and she, obviously she appeared in um total recall hmm that's how you say it. I don't quite know if I've got to say it right. Lissia? Yeah. Lissia? Yeah, I think that's right. So, yeah, I think that's that's always going to be on there because I think it's kind of, it is very true. So I always had a crush on um, Reese's growing up. Heady days of watching a, a next gen, late 90s, those 2000s. Just like, oh, I really fancy Troy. <laughs> yeah. well for me i said got starstruck when i when i was gonna get my photo with jerry ryan so 
you know. So, you didn't even yeah. notice the guy next to you, did you? No, because basically, Dan, <laughs> I had a, a photo with Jerry Ryan, and it was in the, with the Borg chamber as a background. So oh, yeah. Get a guy I dressed up as the Borg, and I, he actually <laughs> communicates, do you want me to be in a shot? I must have said yes, because I don't even recall it. I really don't. Just I still can't remember. <laughs> yeah, I was too... St- <laughs> too horse <laughs> Yeah. So. And I'm uh, at um, Marina yeah, Circus of- uh, in Frankfurt on my own. I think it might have been yeah. day after my birthday. And that was lovely. She was lovely when I met yeah, her. That's right, yeah. yeah. What are you saying, she Jerry? Goes quite a few, yeah. She goes to quite a few Star Trek conventions, doesn't she, I think? Yeah, she lives over here in the UK, so I think... Yeah. Um, yeah, so is there anything more you want to say about that one? No. No? Uh, so one of the ones I've got down, I'm going, going to go down my list a bit, but I think, again, I think you would probably would include this, and you might even include it yourself, Si. Um, have own a copy and read the uh, Star Trek Federation, the first 150 years by David A. Goodman. Uh, I went a bit looser, but yes, I I went for own a Star Trek reference book. Yeah. So, um. So I you, said the Star Trek Encyclopedia. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, that hundred first hundred and fifty years book, I think that is essential for every Star Trek fan. It's a fantastic book. Absolutely fantastic book. That's the one that came on the nice big display stand, wasn't it? You could get it with like a. Yeah. A big round like display yeah. that had sounds yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I've read through that book. It must be about four or five times. Such a great book. And we actually even used a used a bit of it, didn't we, Cy, for a, a, a episode, didn't we? We used it last time we did this. For the yeah. um, cloaking one. So. Yeah. Mm. So, you, have you read the book, Dan? No, I haven't. I have not read that, that reference book. No. But I say, I like the look of it. It does look pretty cool. It's a nice big blue, nice coffee table looking book, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's it's really good with um, like canon, like, you know, what they've written, but like uh, some really cool like links as well, like canon stuff as well. Which are, when they kind of link Star Trek series together, which is really clever, it's just oh, really, really good. It's worth, well worth a read. I'll have to give it a look out. Definitely. Yeah, I think you can get it on like Amazon for like 20, 25 quid, which is not bad. On the wish list. <laughs> <laughs> get it for a birthday or Christmas present or something. Mm, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I've got one on my little list that's um, a bit basic, but try to do the Vulcan salute. There you go. Oh, yeah. Well, you might be able to see it because I haven't got a camera, but yeah. 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 Got to do that, of course. Oddly enough, I can do it with my left hand, but my right hand, I can't do it. Like, actually, I kind of can. Oh, no, I kind of can, but it's harder to do for some reason. You see, a lot of people can't separate the thumb away, can they? It's just sort of, yeah. Yeah, for for me, it's 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 the... it's the fingers trying to keep them separate on my right hand. It's it takes effort. Whereas my left hand, it's absolutely fine. I don't know why. I'm the opposite. Yeah. So, but yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a little one. I think everyone needs to try. <laughs> but I'd also add to that 
also you know, knowing and saying phrases like beam me up scotty and all that kind of stuff never said just like common kind of like huh was never yes. said i know it was never said it was never said in star trek i know but it's still a <laughs> common phrase that people associate with star trek so it's always the worst thing conversation with someone who comes in like star trek and you hear someone chirp in the background beam me up scotty and you just you haven't got all the will to explain just think yeah <laughs> done that and not succeeded but I, I, would, I wouldn't even attempt it would be of trying too, to build I'd be too patient <laughs> and have the you've done that then Dan yeah just just when you're building the Enterprise especially the classic like the, the 1960s one where you try and set the warp cells and you think yeah I've got them sorted and then you go to bed or you walk away and you come down in the morning and they've just splayed down <laughs> and it's now just <laughs> an absolute nightmare so until you've had that frustration you know then then you can't truly call yourself uh, an absolute fa- or try to put the decals on and you slide them on and your finger or yeah so uh, many many times of frustrations building model kits yeah so then like, i just gave up and got more stuff and it was a lot easier so there we go. <laughs> late 90s trying to build enterprise c that i'd somehow ended up with and i think one of the um buzzard collectors uh had its clear plastic thing broke oh and then you don't have a replacement so dad tried to do a rig trying to make a new one a mold of new one it didn't happen it's like okay right it's shit that i don't know about because it's like it's not the enterprise d it's a bit like and he's like, oh, no, don't worry, like, don't worry about it. So it's, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It's like, you either don't bother, you either buy Egomoss or another alternative that I'll get onto later, or you already buy them pre-built. It's the other option. Mm, that's true. There's some very good people out there, real tall, you know, specifications and stuff. Some beautiful models out there for sure, definitely. Because I pre, I bought a pre-built Bassar Galactica, mod, modern pre-built Bassar Galactica. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was cool. <laughs> and I think I also own a pre-built um, cutaway in uh, original Enterprise. Oh yeah, the AMT kit. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I I agree with that one, Dan. Where you just go, oh my god, like why did they ever build? But they do get people that love them, mm. like the um, Trek collector, you know, Chris, and yeah. loads of other people that love them to death. And I go, God, and you not for me at all. Trying to build like nah. battleships, aircraft carriers, a pain in the ass anyhow. Before you get on to trying to do starships. <laughs> And I think still trauma from the Enterprise C and it's in the cell and it's a bit like I'm not gonna even try. Like I'll always remember back in the nineties when I had my AMT Enterprise D and it slipped off its stand because all the stands were crap back in the day and they brought them up 
anyway, I went to school and my dad said, I'll fix it for you. And so I came home to find my water cells glued on backwards <laughs> with the red bus on. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is even worse. And the <laughs> I couldn't break them off again to put them in the right place. Dad, <laughs> <laughs> you did it the wrong way round. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, thanks, Dad. Let's well, hold that cat. He tried, didn't he? <laughs> Oh, dear. Now I think and uh, it's actually quite nice you mentioned about starships because one of mine is own an Eagle Moss starship. Can yeah. I go one better? Because there's more you can go for. Because e- I went own a starship, starships either, and get this list. And I'd love to see from Dan how many of these he owns. I bet you he's like me, where he owns like one of every, all of them at least. Playmates, Eagle Moss, yeah. Micro Machines. Yeah. Diamond Select or Fruitcher? The last one, I have not got any Fruitchers. I've not got any of those, but yeah, the rest of them I haven't had yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although, um, I've got. Time gone. <laughs> I did have a Diamond Select one. Um, I had the Diamond Select 171 refit, but it's a bit weird because you can sort of see through it. Do you know what I mean? When you light huh? it up, see through it it was very sort of translucent it's a bit strange i was gonna say surely you shouldn't be able to see through it but you could in in the light you could actually see like the, the where the wires and the battery was it was, it was trying they tried to do like a pearl effect oh okay that but it's the plastic and you could sort of see through it so i thought it was a bit strange diamond select are always weird you always get the hooky one like i've like i'm on my second enterprise e because the first one didn't work I think I said last time I spoke to you, it got stuck on the like try me mode, and you go, for God's sake, man! Like I've tried everything, and it won't work. I'm gonna buy a new one. This one, this one works, but you just go, oh, for God's sake! Like, why do I ever get the crap one? Like, so again, that's why you like Egomos. But even with that, you get window. What was it? Window. Um, window. Misalignments um, and yeah, yeah. Back to front penance and the odd. And if your stand breaks, you can't get a new one. Because <laughs> I found out. So I've got because I really, I really love the NXO one ship. And it's not a biscuit tin side. I really love that ship. It's like my favourite one. So you know, so I was going, come on, get get one from Eagle And it's really, really great. So, but the stand broke on it until some very, very, very kindly had a spare one, didn't you, Si? No, I bought you that one, Jamie. Yes, you did. You did buy it for me. Okay, rephrase that. Some very kindly bought me one. Yeah, this is the ship number four. Over the space of about six months. Yes. Through various different whoopsies. It wasn't four, was it? Two or I don't know. I don't know. Oh, how many? Oh, how many I've got of it? You mean? How many you? Yeah, you, you got through to get to this point. I don't know. I think it is about three or four, from my reckoning. Yeah, I think so. But yeah. Various whoopsies, it's to say. But yeah, we're fine on that one, and we're good to go. <laughs> what about you, Dan? Do you like the NXO one? No. I do. I really like the refit version as well. That's my yeah. my favourite version. The version we never saw is my yeah. favourite. Yeah, I do like it. Yeah, you, you love it, so I don't need the refit. I do. We've, we've got an episode on it, Jamie. It's yes. all right. 
Sorry. Anyway, um, yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So next. Is that my life now? Yes, sir. It's all life now. <laughs> so, guys, you can't sit at my beside. has got his head in his hands. <laughs> Cats and NXO one. Yes. Cats called Grudge and the NXO one biscuit tin. Yes. And Pothos. Oh my God. And Pothos, yes. Pothos as well. You said that, not me. Anyway. It's true, though. Yeah. Um. Can I talk about a new addition to my list? No. Okay. I'm just joking. Yeah, of course. Go. What's, what's one of your new additions? Um, got annoyed by it. The comic relief characters are Wesley and Neelix once upon a time. So they one so at the start you got really annoyed by him, but actually you realise that they're actually quite essential. So you actually don't get you don't hate them anymore. Yeah, I can see that. So what's that mean in terms of rights of passage? What you you you, you go through you go through a period where you go, actually, they're not half bad. Neelix isn't that bad. I know he was a pain in the ass when I first got into show but actually he's quite valuable yeah oh yeah seeing the value in characters you maybe you find annoying or yeah yeah definitely um yeah i mean i always liked neelix anyway so i, I never had a problem with him but he, i know he was always a very much love it or hate it character so um but yeah absolutely yeah i see people like wesley and you know and keiko I think sometimes that can be that the character's created, but sometimes the writers don't quite know how to use them properly in the story. Yeah. It's not until the seasons go on that actually they find their sort of place and the, the writers know how to write for that character. Yeah, it, it, I mean, there's certain characters just like kind of, like you, you can tell they write, like, like Troy, particularly early season in TNG, oh my God, they really struggled writing her character. Well, Troy gets a headache. <laughs> yeah that's just one example um although she, she did have some really good episodes and i think by the kind of end of the series she did find her stride but yeah certain characters yeah that that definitely does happen but there's a certain thing when you go through your social journey and you actually go actually i, I was wrong about the, like, that person yeah. hmm. <clears throat> but there you go yeah. see that's an improvement over what i think i had last time round. i think so do you think Keiko's essential then, Si? T- TBC. <laughs> well, I guess that answers that question. Oh, dear. Oh, give me a few years. I may love her in, like, three years' time. Don't hold your breath, but you never know. I think she was good for her, but I don't think she was, like, in terms of like essential character, I don't think she was as essential as like characters like you know, like I said, like Wesley or uh, you know, and that. So, but no, I think that's a good one. Um, let's see what I've got. Uh, one of my other ones again. I'm just going here, there, and everywhere. It's not in any particular order. Um, so get like some of your favourite Star Trek merchandise. So for me, it'll be things like uh, a TOS communicator or a Type Two Phaser. Um. But it wouldn't just be from TOS. Actually, I absolutely love the one new ones in Strange New Worlds. They look absolutely fantastic. 
Yeah, I've Although, got... unfortunately, I mean, at least with the episodes I've watched, you don't really get a good close-up of them. I think only a, briefly a couple of times. I'd love to get a really good close-up of them in, in the show. But what we've seen, they look absolutely amazing. So something like that, I'd definitely, I'd definitely, so I definitely would love to get and recommend. I've got that down my list. Uh, communicator or com badge, which goes into what pin I'm wearing. Um, my tricorder and phaser. I'm wearing the uh, fan sets Picard, Star Trek Picard communicator. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah. <sighs> For this episode. Yeah. So yeah, definitely not start like that because oh, because I, mean, I actually remember when you when they released like some stuff in Strange New Worlds and you you, you I think was it you messaged me and said Jamie you've got to have a look at this and like oh my god I literally just got so. Bang. I think we were talking on the phone, and I think I said, "Go and look at." Oh yeah, so I did. I like, Go and look oh, there. God, I so geeky, I was like, "Oh." <laughs> Just my jaws was like, "Wow." So. Mm. Dan, yeah. what have you got down? Um, I've got something that um only comes around once in a while, but seeing Star Trek at the cinema, seeing it on the big screen. Yeah, um, definitely a must for all all fans, yeah. even new fans or or yeah, definitely. Sometimes you get cinemas do like the um, they show old films, don't they? And sometimes if you're lucky, like recently redid or re-released the motion picture, which I've seen some cinemas have started to show again. Yeah. Um, but uh, or even like like say seeing a new release, like the last one we saw was obviously Beyond and that. But I think seeing Star Trek on the big screen is really really amazing. Uh, the yeah. first film I actually saw was um, Star Trek Six. Was the first film I actually saw in cinema. Oh wow, but that was amazing. So that, yeah, that did blow my mind. That that was uh, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think the first one we both saw was it O nine size Star Trek O nine. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first one we we ever saw. I, I think I saw that. I think the first one. I think I saw it twice. I think I saw it with Simon, and then I think it was with my dad as well. I think I saw that film three times. Yeah. So and yeah, I just yeah. And today I still really enjoy it. Oh uh, nine and Kelvin Timeline. It was still great films. So, um, but yeah, I remember absolutely loving it and just like. Really, really, it was just so exciting so just to see Star Trek on the big screen because I said, I, you know, I'd seen up to that point, I'd seen obviously all the Trek series that are out there and obviously all the films, but that, but not obviously at the cinema. So, yeah, I, this is a, that's definitely a must. You've got to see it. You've got to see it. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I also had uh, see all the or see all the films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Films, yeah. Watch every Star Trek TV series, including obviously the new stuff they've got, every episode, even if it's just once, which includes the animated series as well. It's got to be animated series as well. This is what gets interesting because I have got down own more than one copy of the Star Trek series because I think that's still a thing. Yeah. With the interesting things that are going in the world, everyone's still got a, cop- a physical copy and they're still streaming it kind of so everyone still has multiple copies uh i also had down a new editor list streamed a star trek film or series yeah what was that yeah, sorry, sorry i didn't hear that uh streamed a star trek film or series ah yeah <laughs> definitely yeah that really didn't get the power if it needed but yeah <laughs> 
Well, I just, all I heard was Star Trek to feel more serious. Didn't you hear the first bit? So. <laughs> um, and then one of the bad new additions that I've added is hated toxic fandom. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and since new tracks come out, oh my god, is that? Yeah, that's yeah. Horrible um, new edition. Added to the mix, it, it's uh, gotten an argument online. Some <laughs> <laughs> of which I've never done. I've always stayed away from it. Um, yeah, I, I'm like with certain things. I know people like if it's Spitz fandom, like something you watch, something you play. I've something similar with a, a game I love playing, and it's like, oh my god, and I. When I hear people having conversations about it, or like, I just, I normally just stay out of it. I was just like, yeah, not going there, no way. So yeah, uh, yeah. It's, unfortunately, it's, I had to put it down because it's a modern part of Star Trek fandom, and it was kind of yeah. for me to go, oh for God's sake, like, are you kidding me? Like, if you don't like it, don't watch it. Simple as this is how it's always been. I think didn't it's, you send me a thing before? Wrong with, it's nothing obviously wrong with people that criticise. Just just do it in a way. Don't just say, "Oh, this is crap" or "This is," you know. Just, just it's, be respectful of other people's opinions. Just say, "Oh, I, I, you know, I don't agree, but fair enough." It's just being more respectful and just understanding of other people's opinions. But it's always been there. We just haven't put a label on it. Yeah, but it's like that message I seen the day, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, from Star Trek Monthly back in '95. The guy from playing. Yeah. Complaining about Voyager, was it Voyager he was complaining about? I think, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Well, even oh, yeah. from days of next year, you know, 1987, where it's been like, oh, we just want Kirk and Spock. It's sort of thing we talked to Rick about. It's like, so it's always been there. It's just now it's more established because it's on the internet. Yeah. Good thing that is or a bad thing. Who knows? Yeah. A bit of both, probably, but, you know. So... so a lot of the Star Trek things, like you say, with the, the toxic fandom, but also um, with the current thing about uh, Paramount Plus coming to the UK and people complaining about cost streaming series and going from Netflix and having to pay lots of things. You have to think back in the 90s, it was always like, well, I haven't got Sky, so I've got to now wait three yeah. years to go on the BBC. But, but, in the, but in the case of in the case of that, that the people complain, I completely agree because it is ridiculous. Just like it's, you got st- as you say, you've got stuff that you can get all at the same time now. But oh no, it's going to be here first. We won't get it for months. And it's just, it's just ridiculous. But that's a that's a whole other thing. So that's first world problems for you. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was one of the I've got down is. Um, oh sorry, Dan. What was you saying? I was just saying. I, I, I was reading those old Star Trek magazines. So I did find another a complaint letter entitled come on beep and it was a guy complaining about bbc dragging its heels over showing deep space nine and it just makes me smile because it takes me back such a big warm bit of nostalgia of just people complaining about the same things years ago <laughs> well yeah it was like when ds9 first came out they've had complaints about that i think they read some of them out on um the documentary what you leave behind didn't they so yeah but yeah um <laughs> One of one one of the other ones I've I've got um, is watch a Star Trek fan film. Ah, uh, can I one better you? No, you can't because it's not better. Go on, but go on. Donated him back to Star Trek documentary or fan film. 
Yeah. All donates. All there's that as well. Which we both did, didn't we? I've done it multiple times. I, I suppose we all have. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah. Um. And like. Yeah. Because the one the fan films we I'm kind of thinking of is the uh, Gary O'Brien ones. The um. Oh. Oh, have it been called um, the Holy Core? And what's the first? Do you remember the the name? The first one was that he, he did. Sorry, was it something? Chances? Chance Encounters. Chance Encounter. That's it. Yeah, guy called Gary O'Brien. Danny did a couple of Star Trek fan films, and they are really great. Really, really good. We actually had him on and interviewed him a couple of times. Are they available online or YouTube? YouTube, YouTube yeah. Oh, they should wow. still be available. Yeah, type, if, you type, if you type in Chance Encounter and the Holy Core, they'll come up. I think the first the first one's Chance Encounter, which is like twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. And then the, the second one, the Holy Core, I think it's about thirty minutes. Okay. Yeah, really look. good for a fan it is really, really good. Highly recommend. But I just, yeah. I just, when I was thinking of the list, I just thought, I certainly definitely got to do, definitely, you know, it's a donate or I said, you know, watch a fat Star Trek fan film. Mm. So, so has anyone got any anything else? I've got to slip some Star Trek dialogue into their everyday life and see if anybody notices. So <laughs> I sometimes quote Star Trek at work. Just to see if anyone twigs, and no one ever does, and so no, smug what sort, of things, what sort of uh, phrase or, or, or dialogue do you say or use? I managed to slip in a whole line of Captain Picard's dialogue from, I think, uh, the drumhead the other day, and it was the quote about um, villains, um, the villains in capes and twirling moustaches are easy to spot. It's people who hide behind good deeds. They're the ones that are hard to spot. I managed to get yeah. that into a whole thing. And, um, yeah, people didn't have a clue what I was talking about. But I no, walked away from very smart. To be fair, that is a fantastic speech, so, you know. Basically. Yeah, I remember it better. <laughs> oh, Simon's just posted something in the chat. Oh, is that the link to... Uh, I think that might be the... Is that a link to the fan film side? Yeah. 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 There you go, Dan. Thank you. Link for you. Um, I also had own a Star Trek soundtrack, audio book, or theme song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I don't think I currently have, but yeah, again, that is a must, I think. Yes, Star Trek Six. Is it good? Yeah. Yeah, got that one. I think I said in the last one, my favourite song from Star Trek Six is a shot as it's um, exiting the Starbase. I love that shot. That's, yeah, yes. It's got great music to it. And I also own the audio book um, Star Trek The Return, which no doubt Clive would love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Clive loves that book, don't you, Clive, if you're listening? <laughs> Uh, and then I've I've got quite a few merchandising left but my last two media are try Star Trek Online yeah I've got that because you've got to play that Uh, and played play a Star Trek computer game 
in particular, because I always mention these two, are Bridge Commander and Elite Force. And Elite Force, yeah. Mm. Uh, both. both available on good old games, if you're interested. Yeah. Well, worth playing yeah. if you can get them to work. And Star Trek Invasion yeah. on PlayStation 1. That's also very good. If, if you've still got a PlayStation 1 or an emulator. But yes, Star Trek Invasion, very, very good. Wasn't there Fighters? Yes. Because I think I played that. I think I own that. I think I may still own it. Yeah, it's got um, wharfs in the captain of like a big carrier starship that has these squadrons of fighters that um, not hide in the back of Constitution class starships. This is this is an actual mobile mm. big looks like a big tanker sort of looking starship. I think it's called now. Typhon? Typhon? That sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's a good good game and you get to sort of take on um, like Romulan warbirds and I think it's a captain's gone rogue in a sovereign class starship and you have to sort of chase them down. But either way, really I can't remember but it's a lot of fun. fun. A lot of fun trying to knock out the Romulan Warbird. And you have to fire your phases, and you can tell how far their shields are based on the colour. Yeah, it's always that. And there's also another great um, level where you fly through a ball cube, like the start of First Contact. You're sort of flying down the little to, to the central core. It's very, really, really for for a PlayStation One game. It's really good, really and good. And it's nothing like Star Wars. No, 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 no. <laughs> there's, um, there's also another level where there's a ship getting sucked into a wormhole and you have to track to beam the escape pod down. So it's all coming back to me now. I've got it in my mind and now I really want to go and play it. It's, yeah, brilliant game. Go go find it, go play it. Do it. Brilliant. There's probably an emulator out there that probably can play it. I've got it on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> my PlayStation so, yeah, it's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, so... Bridge Commander such a game yeah it was just i planning and then it didn't work well i broke it i know that's the thing with the other games on pc it's yeah. always a bit tricky isn't it i always break it <laughs> yeah yeah again i had to put those down because just classic go and play them they're good they're, they're um, old Oh, they're not bad. They're good. They're good. Doesn't matter if they're done if they're old. There is a new Star Trek game coming out, though, isn't there? A new. Um, uh, next one. It's oh no, new. Prodigy. No, there's another one coming out. Um, oh my god, this! I should have really thought more about this before I said it. No, it's a new game coming out from the people that did like the Walking Dead games and like Telltale or something they're called. I believe it's oh, them. Right. And I think like it's sort of set next gen or post next gen era. And I think Spock is in it somehow. I've seen some screenshots. Um oh that's really gonna annoy me now. But anyway, there is. If you sure if you Google new Star Trek game, you'll find a link. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, I, think, um, I can see Simon frantically typing at something, so hopefully he'll find it for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so with some of my media ones, uh, number one I've got is um, 
read or buy Star Trek books or comics. And for me, this is just me personally, but specifically the Kirsten Bayer Voyager books. Oh, yes, um, they are. You've read some of them, have you, Dan? Yeah, they yeah, are fantastic to read. Yeah, they are very. Yeah, they um, go, go down an interesting route with some with some characters, don't they? And it's a bit. Some of it's a bit like wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, she even makes Harry Kim interesting. It's not <laughs> an easy thing to do. She actually makes Harry Kim actually interesting. Um, but. And it's, but oh yeah, they're, particularly the very first book she did, Full Circle, absolutely incredible book, absolutely amazing. And even if you're not a fan of Voyager, I mean, so some people have gone well, you know, they're not they're not fans of Voyager, but they've even enjoyed the books. That's how well written they are. Yeah. No. So yeah, so anything like that, just definitely. Um, the game's called Star Trek Resurgence, by the way. There you go. Resurgence. That's... There you go. Yep. Yeah, it's sort of post TNG, isn't it? That sort of first contacty kind of era. Mm. Yeah. 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 Um, and one of my other ones I've got is I've never done this myself, but again, it's if you're really into that kind of thing, read read and write Star Trek fan fiction. Oh yeah. Not done that since the school days, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, and that's it. Really, I suppose it's media, but also um, sign up or interact with fans on a Star Trek forum or Reddit or something like that. Mm-hmm. So connect with other Star Trek fans online. So I think that's a pretty pretty cool one to do. And I'm sure we've all done that at some point. So. Well, yeah. I mean, that's um, how we found you guys, wasn't it? it was exactly. Funny. So <laughs> that's what we can tick up by listening, it's si. <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, again, it's what I, what I say. It's like a connection about Eagle Moss and Starships. Like, <laughs> Starship geeks always find each other and sit there and you just chat yes or on about Starships and kind of, oh, that one's wrong. And yeah. <laughs> they, they, how, how did they screw up that one? Like, what the hell was that? Why did they do that with that ship? No, why? Why? And the main thing is, why have they done that ship over that ship? I don't know. They, they did it, not me. And how does it work if none of it's connected? Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's a different podcast for a different time. It's the future. <laughs> it just works, damn it. <laughs> As Dan Drexler yeah. puts it, it's kind of our eight brains can't process it. Mm. Well, we need nacelle pylons, otherwise it's like, oh no, oh, oh, don't like that. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it's something called fiction. It yes. doesn't matter. Like, it really doesn't matter. Like, all we care is it looks good. This is what I had a see last episode. Like, we don't want a blob on the screen, we want an actual ship. Not some blob. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not good. Um, own a piece of merchandising you're embarrassed about. Hmm. That's a good one. I don't think I ever have been, but that's a good one. I'm trying to think of the most embarrassing bit of merchandising. Please do share, Dan. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think. What would... Um, hmm. 
Do you have one, Si? Uh, I think it still sticks from what I said. I think maybe in one of my, one probably our first merchandising episode, I dressed up as a next gen captain for a friend's party. Oh, was oh, that the band? Oh yeah, yeah. That, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> probably mine still. Do you have any pictures? Yeah, I think we've. I think. I think they, they do exist. I think I. You have seen them, Jamie. I think you again. It's forgotten. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has got one where it's a bit. Like, if it's not uh, embarrassed about it, you might have better luck with this one. Pay too much money for a piece of merchandising. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. I think the most uh, was a company called Aoshima. You ever heard of them? Aoshima. And they. Oh, were, yeah. Your and Enterprise D, isn't it? I think. My, my Enterprise D, and <laughs> I think I paid about eight hundred fifty pounds for that. How much did you pay? Eight hundred and fifty. Eight hundred and fifty. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a small model, Jamie. It's a. It was quite a big one. It uh, separated. It did. Yeah. It was held together with magnets, and it was each section was powered by watch batteries, so it could light up independently. But um, it was the most beautifully painted. Each window was lit up it was beautiful but the stand was the worst <laughs> contraption so i don't have it anymore unfortunately but um because I'm, I'm currently building the eagle moss the <laughs> big old and that's i don't know what they're going to use to hold that that thing weighs absolute metric ton it is so heavy um but uh yeah i take it you still got it but it hasn't moved from where you put it no, I haven't got it anymore I, I, because I couldn't have it on display because the stand was so bad because you'd walk past it or, I don't know, a letter would come through a letterbox and just fall off the stand. So it's like, I can't have this anymore because it's, it's useless. It's not the display piece. It would just fall off constantly, you know. So um, beautiful model, awful stand. So, yeah. Definitely understand getting rid of it. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful model, terrible stand. Yeah. And I can understand, obviously, Star Trek ships are obviously quite difficult to stand, but uh, Eagle Moss you can sort it out. But, yeah, the the, the, the Aoshima ones just sort of sat on, like, a cradle, and it would just fall off all the time. So, yes. Not what you want. No. You're no. right there, Si. Yeah, I had an inkling that I might have had a picture for Dan of the pre-built enterprise d but i can't find it i swear i took a picture of it but can i find it no no i'm still um, i still see what stand they're gonna because they have sent a stand for to me and it's like a tripod that you sit a camera on and it fixes into the engineering section but apparently there's a premium one coming out that's like 120 pounds so i'm quite curious to see what that one's going to be um well, that's helpful. I found it. It's just the model sitting on a table. <laughs> that's helpful. Perhaps they haven't figured it out with the prototype yet. I don't know. That's how. That's yeah. I tried. But 
<laughs> and you know, I took a picture of it because I thought that's quite cool, and it's a bit like, oh no, it's because nah. Uh, what else have I got? Now I'm a bit more general. This only the Playmates Eagle Moss General Star Trek product. Now with that, because Eagle Moss don't just do starships; they do other odd bits of tech. So it's owning other odd bits of like they they do pins as well. The busts. Oh, the infamous busts. <laughs> yeah, I didn't go in for any of those. I think they did about nine, didn't they? <laughs> I spent many. I think I spent a good bit of time laughing with uh, Clive about those. So that's always fun. <laughs> the pins are nice. I'm just not sure. I'd, I, they get like it's never a good sign. I think they're giving away free at the moment. If you buy, spend like. I think it's quite a lot of money, but you get a set free. But I got a load of my calendar, so I've got... They're nice. And uh, Playmates as well, because everyone's got to have a Playmates at some point. They're coming back, aren't they? What isn't? You know, we're getting Playmates <laughs> figures again. <laughs> Which will probably anger the old collectors that have got the old ones that are now just devalued because the new ones come back <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I just, I, everyone's got a Playmates. You always see them online and they're like five quid for like... I, I remember buying cheap uh, Lieutenant Data figures. I think. So I've got one of those. And just, Is that the one where you can open his back up and his wrist? There was a date, so. there was a date for you could, you could open his back up and see the circuitry inside. Quite funny. Well, I know there's a rare one where... Um, He's in um, Command Red. Oh, from Redemption. Was it Redemption? He's yeah. In? Yeah, yeah, that's quite, that's quite rare, that one. Yeah. And I remember last time we were talking, it's kind of the mistake, like you showing me the the E from oh, First Contact. E. Yeah. And it's the concept where they got sent the concept model, produced it, and then meanwhile the production team updated it. It's been like, oh, um, yeah, um, we, we've made it. Oh yeah, yeah, it's not there anymore. Yeah, it looks pretty <laughs> like it, but <laughs> something with the impulse engines where the shutter bay now is. Um... <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of an odd one, isn't it? <laughs> and was it when we were saying about the generation figures with the wrong uniform? Yeah, the, yeah, they made the generations figures with the wrong uniform, <laughs> and they also made skydiving Kirk. Which it was a scene they cut completely out of the film. So it, but, it was Kirk in this sort of spangly uniform outfit. They which, reused it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they did. They, they? did reuse it. <laughs> Jamie, do you know where? Hmm? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie had switched off. Don't know where what. <laughs> Where the Kirk skydiving suit ended up. No, where did it end up? Was it Voyager? Voyager. Yeah. Yeah. Taurus of all people. Yeah. Oh, um, what? Um, extreme Risk? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Probably had a whiff of William Shatner in it, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine how delighted she must have been at that. Yeah, because Starship reuses everything, and I can restart my 
how they re- redress starships next year with Deep Space Nine, or you can have seven years of that again. Because <laughs> it never ends. Yeah. Uh, what else did I have? Um, I, th- I, I think I've only got one left. It's a good one, and I think it is essential. And you'll both sit there and agree with me. Owner Triple. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Everyone needs a triple. Just one, though. Just one. Oh, Just one. Lots of them. I have probably about seven, I think. Two quantum mechanics, two. I think they might be Ronbury. They're over there. I have a phone cleaning one, I think, from a loot crate box that I bought secondhand. And my Trials and Tribulations one. That's a lot of tribbles. Yeah. <laughs> it, it happens. You, you buy one, you see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that joke writes itself, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's it. That's, that's all my 24. Nothing else. Done. Dunzo. Mm. But yeah, yeah. It's it's there's so much you could say for it. It's just trying to work out what fits. Cause there's yeah. just so much that you could now say, because it's changed quite a lot in what, ten years since we yeah, did the it. The thing is everyone's list everyone's list of stuff is gonna be different. I mean it's probably stuff that we've all said that we had that I'm sure of thought and that we haven't even that thought of. Jamie, you do I have just realised we have missed a trick seeing as I haven't heard it. We could have just said anything and kind of made it all sound brilliant and so we were, I, I don't know where I'm going with this, but we could have said anything about the last episode because no one's heard it. That's <laughs> true, well well. Cats out the bag. We could have said that's like the world's greatest episode and Shame you've not heard it. Never <laughs> mind. Uh, do you, um, but you, Dan, do you have any more on your list? No, no, you've uh, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, the only other one I had, but I don't know if it would really apply now, would just be watch TOS season three, just kind of be a bit more open minded about it. But that's kind of one of the ones me and Simon had 10 years ago. I, I don't did, I, d- I don't. <laughs> I don't know, it's just, like, I also had down watch, was it five and one, I think I might have had before, and it's just a bit like, from my point of view, I've kind of grown out of those, oh, you've got to watch those ones, like, yeah. That's what I mean, I did have it down, but I just thought, eh, you know, but I don't think it's as hated as much as it used to be. So. But that's it. I've got nothing else on my list. That was fun for an episode no one's ever heard about. Yeah. I, I do love it. I, was, I messaged Dan about it and went, do you want to come for an episode? And I sort of said, oh, we're doing Rites of Passage. We're redoing that. And, he said, and I got this blank response from him and I went, thought nothing of it. And a few days later I went, oh, crap. Like, okay, right, I see it now. That's why it's quiet. Cause he, he's, he's not heard the original. Like, oh, crap. <laughs> I think we have to send him it and kind of go, this is what we're doing. 
So that was a that was a fun situation to get in where it's a bit like I think when we came up with it, I went, okay, they're not they haven't heard this. Let's make sure we make a thing of this. Got around to organising it and I completely forgot that fact and went, We're redoing this thing you've not heard then. Wanna come on? Sure. <laughs> but Dan being overly polite as he always is, just went along with it and just went I'm sure something's going to happen where the ball will drop at some point and someone will go, wait a minute here. Like, <laughs> took me a bit of time. It did happen. But yeah, it's, that, was a fun, that was a fun conversation to be on where it's a bit like knowing most things go on and I just completely and utterly skip my mind. It does happen. It really does happen. <laughs> so yeah, we... We could have made it so easy. We could have we could have just made it so easy, Jane. We could have gone for how to get someone in Star Trek and everyone would have known and we could have just gone straight on, but no, we had to complicate oh, things. This is us. We love we love the we love the hard life. We love making things more difficult for ourselves, so it's fine. <laughs> At least it is easy next year, sort of, because we've got uh, best era to be a Federation citizen. TNG. What did we end up with? Wasn't it? I can't remember. You said we said I think originally we, it's because we based it on like in where you like you got in danger of like getting killed like in a war or something like that. So I think we went for TOS. I think as like one of the safest areas. Yeah, I think next gen. I think you get assimilated. I think that's what we said in that one. Yeah, the ball going towards Earth. It's like well, actually. So in terms of safety, I think we said TOS, didn't we? I think. Well, it might be in TOS or it might be in films. I can't quite remember. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's next year for us to figure out what we're gonna. Because that's that's another minefield. Like so many shows. Some which you're ever safe, eh? It, well, it's it's in the films. You might be getting sucked in the sky by the whale probe or something. You know, you just don't know what's gonna happen. Well, less happens in it. Yeah. True. <laughs> True. But next gen films, you get knocked out by the ne- uh, Nexus, you get killed by a idealistic converter or <laughs> scimitar. Hmm, fun. Yeah. Mm. Or fall fall off a bridge. There you go. That's the other thing. With that's that's another episode in itself. Oh. It's in our list. Why I prefer all good things over generations but that's a topic for another episode Die. because i have issues I mean, unless, unless of course you is that so, it? Um, are we done yeah. we, yeah, i think so i think we are i've just got one thing to add that i've just spotted because i have i do have the magazines beside me <laughs> and I, I was looking in the letters section right now bear in mind this is 1995 and i've never heard this rumor okay are you ready the yeah. letter is titled Appalled. Okay? I was appalled to read in the Daily Mail that Michael Jackson is to appear in the new Star Trek film as a warrior. I feel this would be disastrous. The film will be publicised as a Michael Jackson film, and no doubt he'll be paid a phenomenal amount of money. Unless he's killed in the open sequence, this would be as bad as the death of Kirk. And that is a letter from 1995. Uh, November 95. I never heard the rumour that Michael Jackson was going to be in a Star Trek film. Have you? Same, that's completely news to me. Yeah, couldn't believe it. 
So there we go, little time time travel back to 95 and the rumors. <laughs> Why my mind? <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's it for our Vice of Passage episode. Yeah, whatever that was. Yeah. <laughs> 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 thank you uh, thank you for coming on Dan it was really great to uh, record and see you again thanks for having me back on I'll see you in another five years yeah. well maybe sooner <laughs> well maybe sooner yes we'll see yes yes I'm always ready for an invite yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so yeah we hope you enjoyed listening to this episode guys it's this one that we have recorded before but you've never heard but we told you anyway and you're hearing this one <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll be we'll be back with another episode soon. Bye. Bye. Bye bye.